Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Monday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We will do our absolute best trying to get you as much recruiting intel as possible inside the 20 minute mark. I'm joined as I always am by Mr. Keith Niebuhr. Keith, how you doing, big dog? I'm good, man. And you know, you know what time it is. Ooh. We gotta pay some bills before Ooh. we get cranky. Pay the bills and the man to do it is our buddy and good friend, Mr. Caleb Schofield. Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange, Georgia. Caleb's got first of all, let's mention this again because a few more days left in this month, which means he's offering F-150s at invoice only f-150s get you an f-150 at invoice only now through the end of the month he also has a four-door bronco and a ford raptor and then you know you know what else he's got keith do you know no i don't i'm waiting for you he's got a mustang mach e mustang mach e all electric dude there's only like five in the entire country he's got one of them he's also got a full lot of ford lincoln chrysler dodge jeep ram and hondas even more when it comes to the used car lot. All those used cars come with a must-pass a multi-point inspection. Back all the used cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. The new cars are even more guaranteed. Lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. Not in the market for a car? Shoot. And you know somebody who is? Send them to Caleb. He'll send you 300 bucks. Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton, Auto, 334-531-0996. Hey, Keith, Auburn got some good news. Without a head coach? 
on what day was it? Four-star Darren Reed from Carver Columbus. Huge, huge flip for Auburn. Flips from LSU to Auburn. Good timing, too, because LSU got thumped by A&M. But Darren Reed, Keith, from Carver. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean, Jeffrey, we were thinking about this. When was the last time Auburn got a big-name guy out of Carver High School in Columbus? Was it Gabriel? Was he the one? I can't think. Deron Furr? Was that the same class? You remember Deron Furr? That was before me. That was before me. Deron Furr and Gabe Wright are the last guys from Carver that I think. It's been a while. So you're talking about a four-star defensive lineman. He's going to end up being a tackle. Uh, probably could play strong side end, too. He's a versatile guy on the defensive line. Um, Big-time playmaker, strong, physical, great size. You know, at one point was leaning FSU. Then at one point was leaning Ohio State. Then he committed to LSU. So we kind of knew that – Things kind of went with the wind sometimes with him. So we, we weren't ready to count anybody out. And Auburn felt the same way. Jimmy Brumbaugh, defensive line coach, a lot of work here. And we said all along, Jeffrey, both of us, sometimes we got to pat ourselves on the back. And then when we're wrong, we just kind of ignore it. But uh, this happen. is how we can pat ourselves on the back. We said, hey, listen, we both, we're both hearing that NIL is going to be a factor for him. And, I mean, he committed to Auburn Friday when Auburn did not have uh, – yeah, had an interim coach and – didn't know who the permanent coach was going to be. So you don't do that unless you feel good about everything else. And then also perhaps you're liking the NIL situation at Auburn. So I, I, look, it's a huge pickup. Auburn's got to replenish on the O-line, on the D-line, and obviously got oh, to yeah. quarterback situation moving forward too. Uh, regardless of whether Robbie Ashford is on the team or not next year, or, or is the starter or not, or whatever, we don't know what's going to happen based on coaching decisions and all that. But we know that those are three – probably the three biggest needs in the D-line. You're just not going to win games in the SEC if you don't have one of those dominant defensive lines. And Auburn's defensive line this year, Jeffrey, was okay. Average. They weren't bad. But inside, the yeah. edges were good. Yeah, you got to get ends were good. You got to get better. And that's what they're trying to do. And that's a huge pickup for Auburn. That's a guy that's probably going to be a multi-year starter if all goes as planned. Um, you know, we'll see. But significant. And, and, you know, that got a lot of people talking. How did they get this guy without a head coach? Well, that's what fans are saying. You know what recruits are saying? Well, that's an interesting flip. Maybe mm. I need to look at Auburn a little bit more and find out what's going on there. Uh, yes. And, you know, I had – I remember I had Darren Reed about 50-50 back in September because dude kept coming back. Yeah. He was at almost every home game, which a lot of these big-time recruits have been as well. But when you keep coming back and you're 30 minutes down the road – but I remember LSU guy on our LSU on three board tagged me. And he was like, Jeffrey Lee, how can you have Darren Reed at 50-50 when he's committed to another school? <clears throat> and, I, and, and at the time, I was just kind of just going off of what I was seeing and reading and hearing. So I kind of felt like Auburn's best shot to flip a kid like this was with Darren Reed. And that's my pat on the back. And for him to do it Friday, uh, I thought spent a lot. And, you know, we had Brett Whiteside on here, the executive director of, of On to Victory, Talked about the priority that they, they were going to have on the offensive and defensive lines this year, and I think this is one of the first dominoes yeah. to uh, to fall there. Right, and, and Jeffrey, after that commitment, Stephen Ruzik, who's running the recruiting department right now, even tweeted out, you know, a graphic or a photo of the dominoes. Yeah, so they feel good about some other things, and so this was a big flip. So we're going to dedicate this show. You're the host. I'm stealing your bit here, but we're going to dedicate the next uh, whatever we got left, 13, 14 minutes to flip. Flips. Who are Auburn's biggest flip targets moving forward? Wrote it. Um, you know, that the coaching situation is fluid on many levels. We don't know who assistants. Court. We don't. There's there's unknowns. We get that. But who are the main guys 
right now as we're recording this on Sunday night, we'll point out. And uh, we don't think some of this stuff is going to change, by the way. But who are the main flip targets, Jeffrey? So you tell me who, and we'll, we'll both give some intel on each guy, what we know anyway. Well, two teams Auburn's really posing right now, LSU. We've got Darren Reed, and you've got DJ Chester, the, the big-time interior offensive lineman from Legals, Eagles Landing in, in in the Atlanta area, uh, McDonough, Georgia. And then Michigan, Michigan State, Auburn's already poached Clay Whedon, and now they're going after Colton Hood. Uh, so you, I, I got Darren Reed, which has already flipped. You got Colton Hood from Michigan State, DJ Chester from LSU, Tony Mitchell. Let's don't overlook this kid. Yeah. Now we've seen this movie before, Keith, but may th- maybe this is a different version. Yeah, yeah. He's been to he's been to as many home games as a lot of these kids have. Four star DB committed to Alabama. I was getting ahead of myself and interrupt Jeffrey, so I may apologize. But the first two guys you mentioned, DJ Chester. A uh, All American Bowl participant from McDonough, Georgia Eagles, Andy Christian, and then his teammate, who by the way just got bumped up in the rankings by four star. Uh, Colton Hood, four star cornerback, uh, whose dad and uncle and I think some other family members also mm-hmm. played at Auburn. So he's visited Auburn like three or four times just this fall, uh, I think three or four times. And uh, you know Auburn's pushing. A, yeah, I think all, we both agree. I think we've all put in picks that we think Colton Hood's going to flip. Uh, but DJ Chester's an interesting one because he visited Michigan, I want to say about a month ago. And then he says, hey, I'm going to commit in a couple of days. And everybody's like, oh, God, is it Michigan? But it was LSU. Yeah. So, okay, is that it? Is it over with? But lo and behold, I think you broke the news. He was at the uh, the Auburn game. Uh, Shocked me. Western Kentucky game, yeah. And so Auburn kids continued to work on him. And I think, Jeffrey, correct me if I'm wrong, he knows Darren Reed. Didn't yep. they have a little Twitter exchange? After sure did. Committed? Congrats, brother. Something like that. Yeah, something that not necessarily meaning a ton, but certainly better than not acknowledging a relationship. <laughs> yeah, better than not acknowledging it or not knowing him. So uh, that's a high priority guy. He's been a high priority guy. Quite frankly, he's been a higher priority guy at times than uh, than even Darren Reed. And Auburn really identified him early, and then other schools jumped in and uh, and said, "Okay, that, this was a hell of an evaluation by Auburn because this guy's legit. Now he's a four star." He's in the All-American Bowl, which was the formerly formerly the uh, the U.S. Army All-American Bowl. And it looks like they've got a shot now. And I do know, I spoke to somebody the other day, Jeffrey, I do think LSU does have some concern about losing D.J. Chester. And that's, Darren Reed, LSU's got some good defensive linemen committed. That's probably not the end of the world for LSU. I mean, he was, a to me, a, it's a bigger get for LSU, uh, for Auburn, than it is a loss for LSU. LSU. I mean, he's not really good. He is. But they have other guys. But on the offensive line, I think Chester's one of the, the – I mean, I, I, that's a, I, I guess I'm – I shouldn't have said that. I mean, I mean, Reed's a huge pickup and not a, not a guy you want to lose, but I just think – No, I – need on the offensive line too. DJ Chester would be a monumental pickup. And, again, that school – I think people at that school have always – you know, Andrew Williams was from that school, the defensive lineman. He had a great experience at Auburn. He was at Auburn for four or five years. And I know there's a different coach at Eagles Landing, Christian, now, but it, it's always been a school that – you know, been friendly to Auburn uh, or people there speak highly of Auburn. And I think that's probably helping now. And we'll, we'll see if they can flip DJ Chester. You know, I, I started looking at this the other night, Jeffrey, when I looked at your flip candidates, the guys we're going to go over, you know, a top 12 class is still possible. Now we, there's a lot to shake out here, but I mean, they're going to sign 25 guys probably or, or 20 to 25 guys. Now they're going to save a lot of guys for the portal, but uh, they, they got a shot to have a pretty good class, but isn't DJ Chester like the one? I mean, that's the that's the guy. You just lost Janoris Wilson. Be huge. Some scoop on Janoris Wilson. You just lost him. 
DJ Chesterman, that's uh, that that may be the biggest pickup in the class if you can pull that off. Because you got to have those offensive line. You got to have those offensive linemen. DBs is also we we mentioned Tony Mitchell, the Alabama commitment, came back to Auburn for the Western Kentucky game. I think that was his fourth game. And hey, Keith, we we, we Stanquan Clark came for the LSU game. I think he came back in the summer as well. He's committed to Louisville, Miami Central. Kiwan Jenkins is already committed to Auburn. Reuben Bain is certainly very high on Auburn. Stanquan Clark, Lamar Seymour, all those Miami Central guys. Um, Stanquan Clark being I, – I, I would have him in my class projection. Yeah, four-star linebacker committed to Louisville, and then his teammate Lamar Seymour, three-star receiver committed to Pitt. So, again, two more flip candidates. Just a year ago, they flipped Camden Brown from Pittsburgh, a promising young receiver. I mean, that's, that's – you're, you're, the, you're the founder and, and president of his fan club. And, and so now he knows Lamar Seymour. He's told him good things about Auburn. Okay, so that's good. His quarterback at Miami Central, Kiwan Jenkins, has committed to Auburn. Two of his other teammates, Stanquan Clark, who we're going to talk about in a second, he's considering Auburn, and so is four-star edge, who's uh, Ruben Bain, who's uncommitted at this time. But I, I feel like Auburn thinks that Lamar Seymour is a realistic get. Um, you know, um, he's enjoyed his two visits up to Auburn this fall, and and and, and that's really put them in position. I mean, that's a pit Auburn battle uh, with Stanquan Clark. I, I think. You mentioned it. He's committed to Louisville, and Louisville recruits well in South Florida. Jeffrey and mm-hmm. why a guy named Crime Dog Griff. That's right, the Crime Dog. And so, I don't think that's going to be an easy flip. But I think once the Auburn lands on that rock of stability, yeah. you know, once the picture becomes completely clear, we're not going to go into all that because again, we're recording Sunday night, and this publishes Monday morning. Things change overnight. But once there's less fluidity in the situation and more stability, perceived stability. Um, we're going to get a better picture of these these guys at Miami Central. But they love Auburn. They love visiting. Um, and now their boy, Kiwan Jenkins, their star quarterback, is going to Auburn. So I feel like they've got a really good shot. But Wesley McGriff, we know, is not going to go down without a fight. Okay? We know that for a fact. So Auburn's got its work cut out. But I, there is – and, Jeffrey, you may be better sourced than me on this one. Uh, there is better uh, – there's a lot of optimism at Auburn. There's no question about that. Absolutely. Um, I, re- I really want to hit these last because I, we can't mention flip candidates without at least throwing these guys. The, the Langston Hughes crew. Uh, Auburn has a commitment from four-star defensive back Terrence Love from Langston Hughes in Fairburn, G- Georgia. We talk about kids committed to other schools, visiting Auburn numerous times throughout the season. Uh, Jelani Thurman, the four-star tiny and committed to Ohio State. Who just went on? Who just went to Ohio State for Michigan's big ass whooping of the Buckeyes? He was there for that. But I tell you what, a uh, 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 Jelani Thurman, the Ohio State commitment, Bo Hughley, the four-star offensive lineman, Georgia commitment, uh, Josh Horton, the three-star defensive lineman who is committed to North Carolina. To me, Auburn has the best shot with him. I think Jimmy Brumbaugh has a yeah. really yeah. good relationship with him. I'm not sure about. Bo Hughley, I really wouldn't include him. I, of those, Jelani Thurman, Josh Horton, Bo Hughley, I would include Josh Horton maybe in my class before I would include Thurman or Hughley. I would have Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon. Now I'm a little more scared, and here's mm. why. Well, here's why. With uh, with Joshua Horton, I was told a long time ago that – when I say a long time ago, a couple, <laughs> a couple of months ago. If this was Georgia five years ago, the Georgia that wasn't recruiting nationally – He'd be a guy they'd go grab. They'd go try to grab. That he would. He'd be a high party. But once Georgia started recruiting nationally, uh, it, it gave them more options, right? So they could kind of slow play in-state kids. Uh, well, Jeremy Johnson of On Three reported Sunday afternoon that Georgia is now 
heavily involved with them. Okay. First of all, congratulations to Auburn for another good early evaluation. Makes you wonder. Now, he was supposedly wanted to commit to them earlier in the year. And for whatever reason, right, Jeffrey, I don't really know all the time, but but it didn't happen. Uh, Well, then everybody else jumped on him. And North Carolina just had a pretty solid season, and and they need help on defense. So that's their selling point, that they're going to try to get him on the field pretty early. Same with Auburn. At Georgia, it's a little different situation where they've got some veteran defensive linemen, but they also have been recruiting at such a high level. So we're still digging into that one. We're still digging in that one. We don't know all the details. Is he a take for Georgia? Is he a guy they're going to push for? But according to Jeremy Johnson on three, Georgia's now involved. You got to keep an eye on that. So to me, Thurman and Hewley, uh, you got to watch them. I mean, um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thurman, they both keep visiting. And, Mm. um, you know, Auburn has been, again, we don't know. This is what's crazy. We don't know the direction of the offense moving forward. But if you look at Auburn's production the last couple of years uh, with a tight end position, it's been great with John Samuel Schenker. Now, I will say this, regardless of what the offensive philosophy is, we have seen a greater usage of tight ends in the passing game in the last few. They're becoming one of the most important people of the offense. Uh, so I'm sure that's what's been told to him, regardless of what the, the system is. And all, you're a guy that can be utilized heavily at Auburn. And then, and then, of course, like we've talked about, Jeffrey, you're selling everything else. The school, you're going to have friends here. Terrence Love seems to be super solid. Auburn, they're good buddies. Recruiting the hell out of them. And, and then Bo Hughley, obviously, um, you know, He's a Georgia kid, committed to Georgia, but mm. we can we kind of heard that Auburn may have recruited him harder the last few months or maybe even the whole way through. Does that kind of at some point resonate with him? What's Steven, the- Steven Ruzik's been all over these guys. Absolutely. And uh, so, again, I just think with those kids at that school, there's just cautious optimism. And there can't be too much more than that because at various times it seemed like all of them were going to end up at Auburn at one, you know. Yeah. And then, like Bo Hughley was going to flip it. I think maybe it was Big Cat or something. And then it didn't happen. And, but that doesn't mean I know I know a lot of fans are ready to throw in the towel, but Auburn's continued, continued to be persistent with them. And, again, it's been more Ruzik than the coaches, quite mm-hmm. frankly, from what I hear. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's got them in the ball game, And now you're hitting that stretch run. Now as a staff takes shape um, and they see who's staying and who's going, they'll have a better idea of whether that's where they want to be. Uh, but they like Auburn a lot. There's no question about that. So Auburn's in the picture, Jeffrey. Yes, guys. 
Darren Reed on board, keep an eye on Colton Hood. I would probably say he's the next guy to go if there is one. DJ Chester certainly in that conversation, Stanquan Clark. I think Tony Mitchell would probably probably be a signing day flip if it were to happen. Could you, uh, Jeffrey, you've been all – and I mean to interrupt, but you've been all over that when you've talked. I mean, what's your what's your gut telling you on that one? Honestly, he would he would be in my class projection right really? now. Really, in mm-hmm. your in your Auburn class projection, interesting. He would be interesting. Uh, not obviously a lot can happen over the next four weeks, yeah. but our three and a half weeks. But right now, he would be in my he would be in my, if Zach Etheridge is still here. Yeah, there's a lot of ifs here. Mm-hmm. And when you start talking about, and I know I think you're getting ready to wrap up, but we actually have a little more time than you think, Jeffrey, because we. Oh, yeah. Okay. I knew it was going by fast. Fumbled something earlier that you all aren't going to hear. But (laughs) but anyway, so we got about three minutes left. But no, again, all these guys we've talked about, if Auburn lands half or more than half, then all of a sudden that number 28 class ranking starts rising and rising. Now, could there be some guys that they lose after the coaching change? It's still possible. I mean, most of the kids are telling us, hey, they're locked in. Of course, we, you know, does the new staff want them though? There's variables here. But those guys aren't that highly ranked. So you don't want to lose anybody. I don't want anybody to go. Don't get me wrong. But if you did, you're not going to lose a lot of points in the rankings. That's right. Right. But you're not, if we're talking strictly in terms of rankings, um, you wouldn't lose too much unless, like, a Jeremiah Cobb, the, the outstanding running back, who's the, the highest rated commit. Unless, actually, I guess Darren Reed's the highest rated commit now. But you he wouldn't did. lose too much, okay, in terms of ranking. And, and then all these guys you mentioned Tony Mitchell, Bo Hughley, Jelani Thurman, all four stars, Colton Hood, four star. Uh, Stanquan Clark, four star. Lamar Seymour, three star. Uh, DJ Chester, four star. So if you add seven or eight more four stars, all of a sudden you're looking down in a lot of classes. You ain't looking up at them anymore. And and I've, all these guys we mentioned from play. Now, Bo Hughley's probably a little bit of a, I don't, a project, okay? He's it's light. a stretch. He's a stretch at a four, he's I think. He's got gain weight. But that's, you, you expect that out of offensive linemen. And hell, that's what you got the portal for these days, right? But Jelani Thurman, freak athlete. Both his parents, I think, were athletes at Georgia. Colton Hood, great bloodlines, right? Uh, DJ Chester's a guy that probably could play early. He could maybe get Absolutely. in the rotation in year one. Hey, there's true freshmen starting all across the SEC. If you've got four other guys, veteran guys, you could plug in a freshman there. You're not scared shitless, you know what I mean, to do so. So um, all these guys. A, a, now, Ruben Bade's not a flip candidate, but if you land him, that's a guy that's probably going to play a lot in year one. Mm, yeah. He, the guy's got 20 sacks playing down in Miami. I mean, you know, so, uh, so uh, you know, I, I'm, I feel like there's a bright future ahead. And if you only land a half of them, mm-hmm. it's an improvement. And, um, you know, credit to the staff behind the scenes. The mm, man. NIL we know is, you know, involved. I mean, it's uh, it does feel like a new day. We're just waiting for all the other pieces to come in. Keith, before we go, man, I, want, I saw a new offer go out to a transfer tight end today. Yeah. You had a story on that. Hell, I missed it. I, yeah. I was checking the front page, and I was like, shit, when did they offer this guy? I got to look up his name now. <laughs> uh, Auburn offered a transfer tight end uh, on Sunday afternoon from – Say that again. Kyle Morlock from Shorter University. In Atlanta? Uh, if that's where Shorter is. <laughs> is that uh, – It's in Rome. It's in Rome, Georgia. That's what and, I said. And that's where yeah, and that's where he's from. I think that's where he played high school football. But here's what you need to know about him. This is not some pie, some weird offer. This is a guy that had 51 catches for 808 yards and 11 touchdowns, 
twice named an All-American at Division II. Now, obviously, that's a lower level. But, Jeffrey, he's 6'7", 250. And here's who else has offered. LSU, mm-hmm. Florida State, NC State, Missouri, Pitt. I'm losing count here. <laughs> Liberty. I mean, so he's got schools after him. Also talking to Florida. And if you're Auburn, you're starting tight end this year, John Samuel Schenker. I think he just was uh, finished his sixth season. He's done. I think he, I believe he's done. After him, you've got Luke Deal uh, and Tyler Fromm, both valuable players, redshirt juniors. Now that 2020 year didn't count against them, but they're still getting long in the tooth in terms of for college players, right? So you're going to need more bodies. Again, what do we say about the There's title? one more. There's Brandon. Oh, shit. oh yeah. Well, yeah, the kid out of Texas. But I'm yeah. just, he's a little younger than, than these right, guys. Right, right, right. Uh, I think he's maybe a year behind. And, and another thing, Keith, Auburn, unless it's Jelani Thurman, Auburn probably doesn't sign a high school tight end because there's just there's and, just and you just don't know who you're going to lose. Yet you don't, you know. So this is a guy you put the offer out, and if the new staff likes him, then you move forward. He's in Rome, Georgia. So if Georgia doesn't offer, Bama doesn't offer, Tennessee doesn't offer, you're probably in pretty good shape, quite frankly. He's right down the road. Rome is a Rome's like being in Auburn. You've been there, right, Jeffrey? I have. Yeah, I mean, you know, so he would probably fit the kind of the culture of Auburn. Uh, no, we'll see. Six seven two fifty. That's about Brandon Frazier's size. He's got a lot of people after him. Frazier, yeah, Frazier. Somebody, yeah, somebody to keep an eye on. Somebody to definitely keep an eye on. Uh, but again, the new staff is going to have to decide. Okay, how hard do we as a staff want to go after this guy? But Stephen Ruzik and those guys—they couldn't wait for a new staff to put an offer in. That gets Auburn in the door, and then you hand the baton to whoever is going to be in charge. Of that and by the way, it may be Stephen Ruzik. We don't know. We'll see. Sure. But uh, interesting offer, no doubt. Absolutely. Hey, great show, guys. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. If you haven't subscribed to Auburn Live on 3, we've got all the latest on the coaching search, the football team, basketball team, recruiting. Uh, we're, we're doing it all. Also, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please hit that like and subscribe button. Even hit those notifications, man. Also, one more time on Caleb Schofield. there at Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange, Georgia. Give Caleb a call. F-150's invoice only through the rest of the month. 334 531 0996. Keith, appreciate you joining us. We'll be back Wednesday morning for another Inside the 20, and we'll have shows all through the week. Stay tuned to Auburn Live on 3. Appreciate everybody. For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee. I'll stay out of the left lane. See ya. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, It's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 
1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.